Zitlist Productions present an original radio drama by Jules Landau. Back off, Boogaloo. Episode 10, A Bear in the Bushes. In episode 9 of Back Off, Boogaloo, we witnessed a major turning point in the fortunes of our power-craven sprocket-monger, General T.Q. As he revealed a formidable arsenal no, to his Boogaloo Boys Brigade. Our Commander-in-Chief, this gregarious Genghis, continues to suffer, however, from acute whiplash, and a musty aroma is emanating from his NHS issue neck brace, which has become a repository of a substantial quantity of spilt black coffee, smoked salmon, breadcrumbs, sesame seeds, cottage cheese, and a particularly viscous hair oil. This aromatic cocktail has stimulated the olfactory pheromone centers of a small mongrel dog called Frosty. A heat-stricken hound who has been appointed brigadier, much to the chagrin of his erstwhile owner, Private Baffin, who must answer to all of our Hawaiian-shirted have-a-go heroes and attend to their every whim or whimper. We join our unlikely legion as they travel in a small courtesy car driven by Captain Bethel on a team-building and tactical training exercise at an undisclosed location somewhere in Blighty. Now pay attention, men. I am taking us somewhere to begin a little elementary weapons training. <laughs> we must move quickly to consolidate our resources and prepare ourselves for the imminent siege of Kent. Oh, no, Kent. It's the Garden of England. My sources indicate that very soon a cataclysmic collapse of goods and supply infrastructure will prove a most opportune moment for the BBB to strike and swiftly overthrow a weakened National Guard amidst the chaos and confusion wrought by customs checks at the border. I hope we don't need our passports. Mine's still purple. Mm. Are any of you men in possession of a heavy goods vehicle driver's license? I drove Arctic for Eddie Stovart for six months. Blimey, Bob. <laughs> Captain, you're a dark horse. <laughs> that was my handle on the Citizens Band Radio, funny enough, the CB. Breaker, breaker, threes and eights to anyone on the Pristatin bypass. This is Dark Horse, 
disappeared in the bushes for any angry kangaroos out there. Watch out for evil Knievel. He just pulled over a whittle wagon by the pickle park looking for a lost lizard. <laughs> that is excellent, Captain Bethel. You will head up our logistics battalion. Struth, Eddie Stobart. That's a job for life. It would have been, Sergeant. But I didn't get on with the uniform. Oh, I love the lingo, Bob. It's like on ice trackers. No. Say some more. Say some more. No, no, no. Oh, jeez. Go on, Captain. Please. Oh, all right. Breaker, breaker. I'm going to turn and burn to Cleethorpes. Just want a turtle race with a dung beetle CB Rambo on the A46, but it's drained me go-go juice. Can any of you buddies got your ears on recommend a choke and puke between Market Raisin and Grantham? John, 11.35. Over. <laughs> Enough. Attention, men. <coughs> your command of the Citizens Band Argo is admirable, Captain. But I think we have heard enough for now. Please keep your eyes open. Oh, apologies to General Sir. I've not driven an automatic before. It's a courtesy vehicle from Red Flag. Jeez, my neck. My bongo broke down in a car park outside Bath. I'm not really used to driving something this small. Yeah. When are you give me a bongo back, Bob? Huh, Sergeant, it's been a bloody nightmare. The garage let it roll off the recovery truck and the waiting on a replacement door. Ah, oh, no, Bob. Captain. What about your paint job? It's irreplaceable, bloody cowboys. Yeah, what about the Muriel? I'm currently in a very protracted negotiation with the head honcho at customer complaints. I've told them that the paint job was practically priceless. You'd love it, General, with your background in Hollywood. It's a photorealistic montage of scenes from Triple Peaks. I've got a picture of me and David Flinch stood beside the Black Lodge at a convention in the NEC. <laughs> How he laughed when I told him I was called Bob. Blimey! You met David Flinch? Did you hear that, Herr General? Captain Bethel here is acquainted with your old nemesis. Tell him the story. Go on. Tell him the story. Enough, Sergeant. Enough. <laughs> TQ, <laughs> the general, he kicked old Flinch's ass in an arm wrestle back in LA, didn't you, general? Well, yes, but I did show mercy. Blimey, <laughs> well, I never. I'd love to hear about that, uh, general, sir. <laughs> yeah, go on, please, general. Tell Bob what you told me. Very well, if you must. I was just returning from Arnold Schwarzenegger's youngest son's bar mitzvah, and uh, 
I popped into Honolulu Layler's late night lay lounge. I bumped into Dustin Hoffman and he spilled my peanut collar. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I cried. It was hilarious. Hey, Resso, I said. I love the remake of Star Dogs. <laughs> it's far superior. He went into his Rain Man mode. So I was just looking around and <laughs> I spotted Susan Sarandon sat alone in the snug. She'd been stood up by Kurt Russell with twirling a cocktail umbrella in an empty glass. I said, I'm no Snake Plissken, but mind if I join you, Sue? She beckoned me to sit and coolly blow smoke in my face. We were just shooting the breeze when the doors flew open well, and in came Splinch well. in his cheap Oh, blimey. Hold on, General. Yes, truth. The roses. There's a blue light special behind us. I think he wants me to pull over. Bloody cops. He was just getting to the good bit. Shall I back it down and hope he moves on? Ah, Jesus. This is just what we need. Pull over, Captain. And let me do the talking. You lot, just don't say anything. Remember the Fifth Amendment. Bruce Willis was brilliant in that film. Those flying taxis. I don't think we call it that here, General. It's your right to remain silent. Nah, not the version I saw. Bloody hell. Here, Mike. Help me eat this, will ya? Struth. It's not too strong. Quick. Just swallow it. Quick. He's coming over. Shit. Hide it in that licorice box. Crikey. Mum's the word. Here's Checkpoint Charlie now. Good afternoon, officer. Is anything wrong? Your suspension is riding very low, sir. Could I see your licence, please? Good day to you, officer. Yes. Hold on, officer. Allow me to explain. One moment, please, sir. Unities, officer. Could I ask the driver, what is the purpose of your journey, Mr. Bessel? Yes, officer. We're going to... Uh... Please, officer. We are going on a grouse shoot. My friends and I are meeting with a local landowner and member of Parliament to engage in some gratuitous seasonal blood sports, followed by a round of golf, if our itinerary permits. Right, you are, sir. Grousing, is it? A likely story. Lovely day for it. It's almost like summer. No doubt. This is why you're all wearing tropical shirts. Aren't they, lass? It is camouflage, officer. Grouse are colourblind. Really? Indeed. 
thumb is whoever designs those. Are you sure you ought to be operating firearms with your neck in a brace, sir? Oh, you're American. I guess it's an everyday occurrence. Uh, is everything in order, officer? Wait here one moment, please. I must run a check on this. This is a Matalan loyalty card, sir. Could I please see your driving licence? Oh, oh, sorry. My mistake, officer. Hold on. It's in here somewhere. What? Ikea boots. Carpet right. World of leather. Oh dear. I must have left it at home. Step out of the vehicle, please, sir. Home. Righty ho. Officer, <laughs> there really is no need. I can personally vouch for this man. My apologies, officer. You're naked, sir. Uh, technically not, officer. My court of appeal case established quite clearly that my travel pouch, commonly referred to as a bum bag... Or a fanny pack. Thank you, Sergeant. My travel pouch constitutes an acceptable amount of coverage of that area of the body, exposure of which might be deemed indecent. It hides his nudges, officer. The occlusion it provides has been deemed a legally acceptable preserver of modesty and decorum by the European Court of Human Rights. Mm. As far as I am aware, sir, we are no longer in the European Union. Indeed, officer. But, however, we are still in the transition period. And I'm going to wear the kilt for the new year. Yeah, he'll be talking about... Quiet, <laughs> Sergeant. Really, officer. This is most unnecessary. Do you know who I am? It could be the Duke of Edinburgh. Or the Archbishop of Canterbury, for all I care, sir. All of us are equal in the eyes of the law. <laughs> Unless you're black. Quiet, Sergeant. Good point, though. Be reasonable, officer. Allow me to explain. Uh, very well, sir. You've got one minute. Uh, give me one of those licorice all sorts. No problem, officer. Dig in. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm all ears. We are on an urgent quest. The most pressing of our age. Really, sir? How fascinating. You limeys have been letting yourself be pegged by the cronyistic, nepotistic barswires he since the Reformation. You're held in the slow stranglehold of an anachronistic monarchy while being kicked in the shins by the rapacious advances of a sociopathic capitalist elite pummeled in the solar plexus by the parasitic vanguard of the aristocratic establishment who are heavy to squirrel away the fruits of the labor of the common man, a tax haven on the Cayman Islands, 
Jeez! You British are so goddamn soft! It's like the entire population has Stockhausen Syndrome! You love being shafted by your overlord! You know why I've never set one of my movies in England? Uh, hey! He's parsed out, look! He's totally sparkle! <laughs> That'll be Bertie Bassett's doing! <laughs> Shall we nab his tizer? Yes! Good thinking, Captain! And his pepper spray! Jeez! You limeys! Why don't your cops carry guns? They does sometimes, General! Get handcuffs, too! Uh, mind if I uh, take his truncheon, uh, General? I've always wanted one. I reckon that'll come in handy, Captain. Will it fit in your bum bag, Bob? Silly question, Sergeant. Hey! What about his walkie-talkie? We can listen in on the Smokies. Excellent initiative, Captain. Frosty! Bloody hell! He's pissing on the sea, little shit! Private Bethan! Remember your rank and station. Take the Brigadier for a quick walk to that verge and allow him to relieve himself. I need to draw the dragon myself. Permission to micturate by the grassy knoll, her general. Very well, Captain. Sergeant Hogan, sir. Return Officer Dibble here to his vehicle. Then we must continue to our rendezvous. Right away, sir. We are going to meet Jacob Reed Smog, a.k.a. the man with the golden ferret. And so, dear listener, we too must depart as the short window of our post-millennial attention spans has surely by now been well and truly closed and is no doubt in need of some other fleeting distraction. Join us in episode 11 for a thrilling Dickensian bloodbath on a desolate moorland near the Kent border as we meet the sinister modern-day Moriarty that is Jacob Reed Smug, <laughs> a.k.a. the man with the golden ferret in Back Off, Boogaloo! An original Z-List production written and performed by Jules Landau.